Today is Thursday of the second week of Lent. If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. These words strike me as among the saddest in all of scripture. People won't be persuaded to cross the great chasm between the rich and the poor, a chasm that, let's not kid ourselves, exists just as much in this world as Abraham says it does in the next, even if one were to rise from the dead. Then what hope is there to change our lives? What could convince us, as Pope Francis keeps saying, to come out of ourselves and to go to the peripheries. It's at moments like this, with questions like this, that Jeremiah's words make all the more sense. More torturous than all else is the human heart beyond remedy. Who can understand it? I'm not sure I do, or at least there is only one thing that I understand that the only thing that spans the chasms within our tortured human hearts is love, a generous and boundless love, a love we have not deserved, a love that teaches us to trust it, not because we are faithful, but because it is faithful. Abraham is right. It's not the miraculous that spans such chasms, and it's not guilt or obligation or fear. Certainly there are miracles, but we do not cross chasms because we've been awed. Certainly we're guilty of not living up to the love we've been given, but chasms are not crossed by those seeking to distract themselves from guilt. Certainly we are obliged, but we do not cross chasms out of obligation. And certainly we are afraid but chasms are not crossed by those in flight. It's only love that sets a heart nearly beyond remedy to disembark. A cocooning love that gives us space to change. A cooling love that teaches us not to fear the heat, to reach out despite rejections. To reach out because that is what lovers do reach out to each other. As Jeremiah concludes, that one is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. I'm Father Philip Dabney, a Redemptorist living in Washington, D.C.